Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark K, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark K. Mark K! A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. And my name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. Man, I'll tell you what, I love how everything happens during the 11 o'clock hour. It started with this this uh, tornado warning right at like 10, 1040, 1045 almost. Then we went right into Nikki Haley resigning, followed by the presidential press conference. And now, of course, uh, we've got to get back to weather because we've got chief meteorologist from CBS 47 and Fox 30 Action News, Jacks, Mike Burrish, who has not had uh, anything at all to do today so far, but is now, <laughs> now now leaping into action. Mike, what's up? How are you? I'm doing okay, Mark. Yeah, no, nothing at all going on. Yeah, you know? no. uh, we just have this and that and here and there. But the the uh, the good news is, at least at this point, it does not look like a direct hit from Michael on our local area. Having said that, there'll be some some fringe impacts later tomorrow, tomorrow night into Thursday, Mark. All right. So what's the deal? So what happened today? That 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 wasn't Michael, right? Because it's way too far away. That was just a random tornado. Exactly right. And that kind of thing will continue to happen, perhaps, as we go through the next few hours this afternoon into early this evening. It is indirectly caused by Michael because it's over the Gulf of Mexico and because the the circulation around it is very broad and strong, combined with another high pressure up to our north. We get this really gusty wind coming in off the ocean. And when that happens, it's pretty often that we get these bands that produce some very heavy downpours and gusty winds at the very least. And then in some instances, we may even get an isolated water spout or tornado that be very small in nature, but could be locally damaging and We'll see that uh, through about 6 or 7 o'clock this evening. Then we catch a nice break. Actually, tomorrow's not all that bad, even though the panhandle will be getting ravaged by a major hurricane. We'll be far enough away that the majority of tomorrow's really not too bad a day. It'll be breezy, quite warm, good deal of sun. And then late in the afternoon, we'll have to watch for some outer bands from Michael that will move across the area and then continue on and off tomorrow night into the day on Thursday. Oh, that's great. Uh, so this hurricane now is going to hit the panhandle, but we're not really sure where, right? It's like a big. There's oh, no, like a I'm big, pretty sure where. Oh, you're. Oh, you're going to put. You're going to put your money where your mouth is. You're going to tell us exactly there where. There you go. Exactly. That's my job. Right. Uh, we're <laughs> right. looking where? at Panama City, or perhaps just a little bit east of Panama City, Mark. So okay. the central part of the panhandle there. Uh, and this looks like a. It really does look like a pretty serious blow. Unfortunately, the hurricane continues to strengthen. It's on the cusp of a Category Three hurricane, and that should become. It should become a Cat Three at any time now. And it's not out of the question this is a category four as it plows into the panhandle in a little more than 24 hours right now probably about the somewhere between about two and five or six p.m tomorrow afternoon is when official landfall will occur when the eye wall is moving into the panhandle near or to the immediate east of of panama city and and if that um, forecast verifies of a cat three or four in the panhandle that would be the most intense hurricane to hit the panhandle since hurricane ivan back in 2004 which took out the interstate 10 bridge by the way to uh, to pensacola 
Wow. And so Baker County was at one point one of the areas we were worried about. Is that still an area we're worried about? Well, when we say worried, it's it's closer to the eye of the hurricane. So uh, I think closing the schools was out yeah. of an abundance of caution. Okay. And so uh, we're looking at gusty winds and heavy rain for Baker County, but I don't expect direct, real, in, severe impacts from Michael as long as that forecast remains as we see it right now, which is once it makes landfall, a northeast movement across Georgia, far enough north and west of Jacksonville, so that we continue to see primarily fringe impacts. We should take those. Fringe impacts seriously, but also don't you know don't get crazy about it here. Yeah. We're, we're going to be able to function uh, throughout the day tomorrow, and and for that matter, really travel too for for Jacksonville and northeast of Florida. That'll be true even on Thursday as Michael makes its closest closest approach, but is well to the north. And then once it moves by, we quickly clear out. Friday is just a a fine day weather wise, and we should be back to running normally uh, normal operations, whether it's businesses or schools or or whatever it might be. Uh, but but it, it is always wise to, of course, err on the side of caution. All right, fantastic. So flag football practice on Friday night. I, sh- I can keep that on the schedule. Oh, it's an all-go. It should be ideal for, oh. <laughs> uh, for flag football practice or the high school football games Friday evening. It's going to be fantastic once we get Michael out of here and get on that underside. It'll be much drier. There'll be plenty of sun, and the temperatures will be a lot more comfortable. And surfers, oh, they are in for some wonderful wave action come <laughs> Thursday night and Friday because the wind will go offshore. That cleans up the surf. So there's all kinds of things to look forward to once we get away from Michael. I'll tell you what, though. If you are traveling west on I-10, north on I-75 or I-95, make different plans until at least Friday. And for the panhandle, it may be difficult to get through there anytime soon. Unfortunately, they could be without power for weeks. All right. Mike Burrish, uh, Chief Meteorologist, uh, CBS 47, Fox 30, Action News Jacks. Mike, hey, thanks so much. We may be checking back with you tomorrow, too. All right. Thank you, sir. Take care. Uh, all right. We'll talk to you later. Unless, of course, Ariel's back, in which case we'll see how her bachelorette party was and also get the latest on the hurricane. <laughs> That's much more interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been, her Instagram's way more exciting than yours. I'm just going to tell you that. I uh, thought I should I should have been a chauffeur for them, but she didn't agree. No, well, you know, <laughs> you have an impeccable driving record, Mike. Uh, Mike, thanks so much. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be watching you tonight. And uh, for, for everybody else, 340-1045 if you want to get through. So, look, I mean, it's it's weather. Like, weather is uh, weather is one of the um, biggest things that happens when you when you're when you're looking at the tornadoes when you're looking at the uh, when you're looking at the hurricanes when you're looking at everything that that comes through what you've got is you've got uh, you know these quick minute decisions and we, even you what happened today where the tornado uh, warning in St. John's County all of a sudden everyone's we're going wall to wall everyone's springing into action everyone's making sure the information's getting out there this hurricane as as confident as Mike seems that uh, you know it's going to be a category four it's going to be hit by Panama City you know never know what happens. I forgot to ask him about the cork in the stream metaphor, which is one of his favorites, but we'll, we'll get to that next time because I'm sure this won't be the last instance, like I said, that we're going to be chatting with him. If you uh, are traveling west, like he said, then don't travel west. If you had plans to go to Panama City or Alabama, push him back a few days because this is going to be a, a dangerous storm system. Stay here on the east coast. If you need to go north, all right, fine. If you want to go south, that's probably your best bet. At this. You know, head to Miami. Head to Miami instead of uh, instead of Tallahassee. Um, those would be the recommendations. Also, Baker County they closed the schools for tomorrow, and I believe 
Thursday as well. Is that right? The two days they close the schools uh, out of a, an abundance of caution, as Mike just told you, as you heard him say. And we here are, are, are batting it down the hatches. We are prepared to bring you whatever information happens. We've got Mike. We've got Ariel. We've got Garrett. We've got everybody. We've got the uh, Doppler storm system. We've got everything that we need, um, you know, ready to go so that you can get the information and uh, and stay safe. Also, in addition to that, this Nikki Haley thing, which came kind of out of the blue, uh, we'll explain. You know, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll bring you uh, some of the highlights from what the president just said. We'll tell you kind of what the the reason is, what the impact is going to be, and um, and you will we'll speculate a little bit more as to why she's doing it because she says she just needs some time off. But you never, you know, in politics, there's always like eight different reasons behind one massive decision. So we're going to see if we can figure out exactly what this means for the midterms. Plus, speaking of the midterms, Taylor Swift and Kanye West are battling again. Uh, we'll tell you all the details and we'll tell you what's happening and who's going to win here in just a minute. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We're going to take a quick break. We got some of your phone calls coming up. 340-1045. Stay tuned. 40-1045 is the number. 340-1045. By the way, uh, we're going to keep you up to date on the weather. Um, the uh, We just spoke with Mike Burrish from CBS 47, Fox 30, New Action News Jax. He's the chief meteorologist, which means there's no meteorologist above him or over him. And uh, we spoke with him instead of Ariel because she's out on vacation. She's in like uh, in Arizona or something. She should be back tomorrow, though, so maybe we'll get her on and get her take on this uh, Michael thing. Now, apparently, this is going to be, as as Mike said, um, Mike Burrish, not Michael the Hurricane. We're not talking. We're not, <laughs> we're not saying here. We, we talk to hurricanes here. Uh, and we talk about hurricanes. We don't talk to them. But Mike Burrish says that Michael, Hurricane Michael, could be a strong Cat 3, Cat 4 by the time it makes landfall, and it's going to be somewhere right around Panama City, Florida. Definitely the Panhandle area. So that's what, uh, that's what the deal is that's what's happening today and it should be sometime tomorrow he said within the next 24 hours um that's what they're preparing for uh baker county already closed their schools for tomorrow which is uh kind of interesting they think that you know they think it's a it's precautionary because even even if this thing tilts a little bit east those fringe bands uh you know happen with those fringe bands will will come a little further toward our you know our area and uh the rain could turn into to more damaging winds and things like that. i mean we've had a tornado warning that scared the heck out of everybody uh, about an hour ago. You know, we're just sitting here. All of a sudden, the alarm bell started going off. Whoop. And we had to, you know, start simulcasting all, all over the place uh, because that tornado warning. And, you know, that, that's how weather happens in Florida. And we're here for you to make sure that you get the information as soon as you need it. All right. So uh, in the meantime, there's a couple of other political things going on. Nikki Haley, the uh, U.N. ambassador, the U.S. ambassador to the U.N., just resigned. And this apparently was not a shock to President Trump. Apparently, they've been talking about this for a few weeks now. She's burned out, I guess is the best way to say it. She was a governor for eight years then uh then she uh, you know became the um worked with the, the trump campaign and then after donald trump was elected she was uh positioned very strongly at the u.n where she, like she said she had to put on her armor every day and go to battle you know being being in donald trump's cabinet or being one of uh, donald trump's um, administrative officials is never an easy job for anyone uh, let alone at the u.n where donald trump has not let's say you know not been burning bridges but has been talking tough with all of our friends and allies around the world donald trump doesn't mince words and donald trump has been as we all know reinvestigating and um kind of reassessing our relationships globally not just with north korea but with germany and france and canada and mexico and everybody else so when you can imagine being the u.n ambassador uh, from the united states of america is a thankless tiring and somewhat obnoxious job and she's been doing it for two years uh top of that she was governor of the great state of 
um, the great state of South Carolina for another eight years before that. And so, um, you know, she's she's like, yeah, I'm I'm done. I guess, uh, you know, I'm done with this. I'm not going to I'm not going to do this anymore. Uh, I'm going to take some time off and, and stay with her family. People have been speculating, of course, that she's running for something or other in 2020. But I feel like the Republican nomination for 2020 is already wrapped up tight. Uh, I don't I don't know that there's going to be any challenger that's going to be able to to uh, figure out, you know, to uh, to change the already, um, you know, kind of Trump-esque landscape. Uh, but, you know, you never can tell. You never know what's going to happen. She said that she'll only be campaigning for Donald Trump in 2020 and that this is just a way for her to step back for a while. Donald Trump, of course, extending uh, an open invitation for her to come back today. Yeah, we would. Hopefully you'll come back one day and you can take your pick, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. So uh, that'd be interesting. Maybe, you know, if, I, if it were me, I'd be like, hey, I'll stay if you make me VP, because that's a job where you don't really do anything. You get all the prestige, all the power. You don't have to do anything. You just show up at the Senate every once in a while. You know, you listen to the State of the Union, you clap and that's it. But I mean, I guess Mike Pence is. Mike Pence is doing a fine job, so maybe they'll. How about this? How about in 2024, Pence Haley? How about that? Pence Haley. That'd be a good ticket. That'd be a pretty good ticket. You've got the mild-mannered Mike Pence and the, and the you know, the, the outspoken firecracker, uh, tough as nails, Nikki Haley. I think that'd be, a, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. But, you know, again, that's, that's a long time. That's like, it's like eight, that's uh, four, six years from now. So, you know, plenty of time to put all that together. Uh, in the midst of that, speaking about election, let's talk about the election coming up here in November because there's been two new players who are old adversaries who have entered the political fray. And the first one is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, who just recently uh, posted on Instagram and has drawn the ire of Donald Trump. Yeah, she uh, she went never before has Taylor Swift gotten political about anything, but she has a very extensive network of fans and followers and she has one hundred and twelve thousand followers on Instagram. And the other day she wrote a really intense post about uh, getting political. She lives in Tennessee and she's like, look, you know what? I uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, Corker's leaving. Senator Corker's leaving. Marsha Blackburn is running for his seat. And she wrote a big post how she can't actually endorse. Marsha Blackburn, how she can't stand behind Marsha Blackburn. And she has a lot of uh, she has a lot of backup dancers and fellow musicians and people that work with her who are uh, of the LGBTQ community. That's a lot. Did I got the letters right on the LGBTQ. Yeah, I think so. And she doesn't like the way that uh, she doesn't like the way that Marsha Blackburn doesn't stand up for their right to uh, to marry and all that kind of stuff. So she's throwing her support behind Phil Bredzin. Phil Bredzin who is a uh, uh, running for the Senate. Phil Bredson. She's asked all of her 112 million young followers to go out and educate themselves on the issue. And also, uh, she would like them to she would like them to not only educate themselves, but to register to vote, which 65,000 of them did. Voter registration spiked by 65,000 after uh, Taylor Swift uh, posted this um, after Taylor Swift uh, posted this uh, this post on her Instagram so I mean look say what you will she's got a little bit of power behind her she's got a little bit of power behind her and uh, she's also endorsed Jim Cooper it's interesting she not only chose a senator but she also chose um, a, uh, a congressman representative Jim Cooper so there you go these are her these are her two representatives that she's throwing her her support behind and both of them are in direct contrast with Donald Trump his agenda and his messaging so 
as you can imagine, Donald Trump came out and said uh, a couple of eh, I, I like Taylor Swift about 25% less. But that's not the most ironic thing about this whole battle. That's not even the most ironic thing. The most ironic thing is that Kanye West, who is an old adversary of Taylor Swift, they've had an on-again, off-again relationship ever since he stole the mic at the Video Music Awards and said Beyonce should have won the uh, the uh, video of the year and Taylor Swift lost her moment and, and you know, whatever. He's back in the fray now, too. Not only is he on SNL talking about how he supports Donald Trump and not only is he on SNL wearing his, his little red cap that got him bullied by the rest of the cast and not only is he tweeting out support a left right and center for donald trump but now he's headed to the white house he's headed to the white house he's gonna have lunch with donald trump he's gonna have lunch with uh with jared kushner who we all know is one of the big power players behind a lot of donald trump's successful legislation uh not just that that's passed by going forward and he's gonna go and meet with president trump and don't forget his wife's already been there she already got somebody sprung from prison but Sarah Huckabee Sanders confirmed um, that, that topics of discussion will include manufacturing resurgence in America, prison reform, how to prevent gang violence, and what can be done to re reduce the violence in Chicago, Kanye West's uh, home city and home state there in Illinois. The president has talked about all of these things, and he is um, and he's a, he's you know behind it, Kanye all the way, and he's tweeted out support for Kanye. So look, this battle's getting this battle's getting not just political. But popular, you've got two pop culture icons who are battling it out in the election coming up in November. Taylor Swift and all her young girls and Kanye West and and whoever's left following him on uh, on Twitter. And he's got I mean, look, the guy's got a popular following. And I think as a lot of people call him out and a lot of people call him crazy. But I guarantee there's a silent majority uh, behind Kanye West just ready to 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 support Donald Trump and the Republicans. It's a weird time we live in. It sure is a weird time. Anyway, this election is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, quick break. When we get back, 3401045, we've got some of your phone calls coming up. I know a couple of you have been holding one to uh, talk about Nikki Haley and, and what's next for her in the election. Also, how will the hurricane affect the election here in Florida? Some of the things that, uh, that Andrew Gillum's already tweeting out, um, could, could show you exactly what the, uh, what the topics of conversation will be as we head into the final 30 days. 3401045 is my number. This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay. Thank you so much for joining me today. 340-1045. Uh, before we get out of here and prepare for, uh, you know, we all buckle down for Michael to hit uh, the uh, the panhandle. And we're, you know, we're just talking about it. All right, so we're going to talk to Burrish tomorrow. Trump's going to do something. We're going to get preempted again. But, you know, that's okay because it's information first. And whenever, um, you know, whenever there's something going on with the hurricane or any weather, including the tornado warning from earlier today, that's, um, you know, that's when we, that's when we always uh, try to get the information out to you. Uh, and we've got Holly on the line. Uh, Holly's on I-10. Holly, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. You're from Panama City? Hi, Mark. I'm also the teacher who talked with Leonard Fournette last summer. How are you? Oh, good. Yeah, how are you? I'm uh, Right now, I'm in a band of rain. I left Panama City. This hurricane is very re reminiscent of Hurricane Opal in 1995. Um, and a lot of people did not leave in time then. Um, and a lot of people still have not left. That's the most important thing is dangerous storms people need to just leave so yeah. i left last night so you left last night all right so now where are you headed are you just gonna be hanging out around here or 
I'm on my way to Jacksonville. I'm just about to get on 295 from I-10. Okay, cool. All right, and head now. Did uh, what were the warnings like when you were leaving? Did you were they telling everyone pretty much get out, uh, leave now, or buckle down? There were, were there were three zones, zones A, B, and C that were mandatory evacuations by six o'clock this morning. Okay, but you know it's 11 o'clock Central Time, and there are people who still haven't left. Right. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, there's only so many ways out of Panama City and Panama City Beach. All of Panama City Beach was told to leave. Get out. All right. All right. Well, listen, stay safe. And thanks so much for the update. Uh, We really appreciate it. Like I said, we're probably going to be getting a lot of uh, a lot of other people who are headed this way, who are coming this way um, from Panama City, from the west of here, from Tallahassee, all those areas uh, because of this hurricane. That's that's going to be very damaged. I mean, Mike Burrish said it. Look, it's going to be probably a category three could be a category four by the time it makes landfall. So that's uh, that's what we're facing right now. That's what we're looking at. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to John in Saint Augustine. Uh, John, thanks so much for calling the Marquesa. What do you want to say, John? You there? John's gone. Let's go to Dave in Sandalwood. Dave, thanks so much for calling the Marquesa. How are you? Hey, Mark. Um, yeah, I, wa- I wanted to recall um, something about um, Hurricane Dora in nineteen sixty four. Um, th- this was. Um, Probably one of the most destructive hurricanes to hit the Jacksonville area, and uh, it spawned over a hundred tornadoes. Four um, pine trees uh, uh, blocked the street I grew up on, Perry's yeah. place. But there's another interesting story. All right, Dave, hang on for one. Dave, hang on for one second. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut him short because we got to go. Uh, but we will, like I said, check in with Mike Burrish again tomorrow. And we will make sure uh, that we are getting you all the information you need. Stay tuned right here to News 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.